0: Well, welcome back to The Pew, everybody. I am your host, John Edwards, and here to the left of me, as always, is my co-host and cohort, Victor Adams. hey, John. It's good to be here, and as, as it's like I have,
1: like a talk show. It's like, good to be here today. <laughs> that's right. And it's like, I see you almost all the time.
0: Well, it is, man. Yeah, we yeah. see each other quite a bit, right. and that's a good thing. Yeah. And, it, man, it's awesome to be in here today, because we usually don't record on Sunday, right. but we are recording here on the first Sunday of Advent. This will come out this coming Tuesday, and uh, it's it's really neat to have gone and, and just left Mass and, and taking on our Lord and uh, to hear the first sermon on Advent and just really, I don't know about you, and, and we're going to get into this in the episode, but for some reason this this year, I feel like a really a draw uh, to this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not talking about like, just, you know, watching Elf and all that stuff. I mean, that's all fun and part of the Christmas season too, to do the holiday movies with kids and stuff like that. But just really this, to enter into the entire season and to remember always what it is and to not let it be one of these seasons that goes by in the church where you're just like, you remember day one, and all of a yeah. sudden you're three days afterwards and what happened and what really went on. And it's easy to do during this time of year sure. because of all the commercialism and the well, go, go, go.
1: Right. Well, well, a lot of it brings on stress because, you know, you're trying to finish work but also trying to buy presents, and sometimes you're stretched because financial issues come up, you know. Yeah. and so There's you all know, sorts of stuff. Right, yeah. and, and I think when you get to the point where – um you know, my, our kids, are, my kids, are older, and so the electronics and all that stuff are kind of like, you know, almost they're almost past that. So re- sure. mostly it's just like clothes and items that they just kind of want to, yeah, to have. I'm like, yes, you want every kid treated right. to <laughs> open. That's right, yeah. So it's kind of like Thanks you know for the socks, mom. <laughs> well, I mean, I think is, I mean, are, your kids are growing. My yeah, kids, sure. it's like every what four months a new pair of shoes, almost. You know, so yeah. Yeah. or something. So you know, it's like I think for for us, it's like we or. As young parents and as families, we're, there's that stress level because we have to see, like, you know, our parents that live in another state or we have to do this, this, this. So we're, we're the ones always moving and you know, sure, constantly yeah. going. Sure, But I think when we get it more, our older, kids get older, it's kind of like people start coming to us, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, it's, it's less for stress of making sure A, B, and C is always getting done and you can kind of be, be more – at present, in the moment, I think yeah. that's kind of where it it it's like a moment where it slides into place. Sure. You know?
0: Well, and that's the thing, man. Like I said, we're going to get into all that, but it it just to me, what's changed is really the reason for the season. I know that sounds very cliche and very you know hallmark card. say, yeah. but really, <laughs> no. it, but it is. It's it's like you know. I used to think that I needed to buy my kids everything that they want on their wish list. And it's like, no, we're we're not in a position to do that yeah. know, anymore. I don't work in the same job I used to work. And it's okay. Like we can the important part is not where we're buying them, it's the, mm-hmm. the time we're pouring into them, right? That that what we're giving them of ourselves, like the gift of ourselves, the gift of being present, as you mentioned. That's what this season's about, you know, with our families, but it's also a season of preparation and I want to talk about that in a second. But first of all, I want to just say uh, a couple of announcements. You know, first of all, I want to say thank you to uh, Brian and Father Brian at Precious Blood. I just got back from there in Jasper, Indiana. Oddly enough, there's a, a town called Santa Claus right oh, there cool. I drove through that's full of like just Christmas, like yeah. all year round there. They have a holiday land, world, all this stuff. But it was neat. I picked up Casper, our seminarian, um, at St. Minor up there on the way back so he can come back for Thanksgiving. And we went through that town. But um but the whole reason I was up there was to be at, at the invitation from Brian and Father Brian mm-hmm. and you know we had a an event for men at their parish it was a great event um, we had a lunch afterwards. We trained the men. They're going to be using our, um, our our four pillar model and structure to 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 get an ongoing men's group going there. So that's super exciting. It was great to spend time with them. Ate at a German restaurant up there, uh, Schnitzelbach or something yeah. like that. That's apparently famous to all the seminarians up there and and for the area. So it was a great time up there. Um, and we're going to be doing more of those all in 2023. So we've got some scheduled already. Uh, going to uh, Portland, Oregon, we're going to Georgia. There's a bunch of places we're going in the first part of the year. Um, so if you want to start a men's group in your parish, if you want the men of your parish to have a place where they can go and really walk with their men and come to know our Lord and do it a different way that, that's really been done. You know, we're, we're using four different approaches in the same group so that it's speaking to four different type men and coming together and helping them grow an authentic relationship and friendship with each other. We can help you do all of that. You can just go to justaguyinthepew.com, go to our events and book me page. There's a place there for men's ministry. Go and sign up. We'll give you a call. We'll help you figure out how we can help. And, and we'll come in there and do a mission. We've been doing our Restored Parish mission just like we did in Jasper, Indiana for Father Brian and Brian. But we're gonna be doing all that to help men come into relationship with each other and change their lives so they can be the the husbands, fathers, brothers, and sons that they're called to be. And there's no better time to do it in the beginning of the year when people are looking to change their life anyway. So reach out to us, see how we can help. Uh, Another thing I'm excited to announce is is we're going to Seek, right? Uh, I don't know that that was confirmed the last time that we did a show. But it has been. I've been asked to podcast from there live over on uh, Mission Way. They call it, which is the vendor room. It's gonna be live. Yeah, so it will there be live. Go. It'll be in the Seek app. I don't know that mm-hmm. it'll go out further than that. But uh, so many people out there. There's twenty thousand people that go to Seek um, and then countless you know numbers of thousands around the world that are watching and listening. So uh, we're gonna do that on December the third. Excuse me, January the third at six thirty live from Seek. Uh, Lucy's going to be there with me. I think I'm going to have Brian Roberts on. The, the He was a focus missionary here mm-hmm. in Memphis and now is a seminarian in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. So we're going to have a great conversation with him and just have a great time. But we will be at sea. So if you're in the area, in St. Louis area, come and join us. Father Mike Schmidt, Sister Miriam, all your favorite Catholic personalities and speakers and presenters are going to be there. Uh, it's going to be an amazing week of just... Or a few days, I think it's four or five days of just rejoicing and, and celebrating our Lord and our faith. So come and join us there in St. Louis. Lastly, I just want to say we're coming to the uh, end of the year. And I know a lot of people this time of year look to give, uh, whether it's a business that wants to give for tax purposes or people are just looking at their finances and saying, I want to give here at the end of the year. Well, if you're looking to do that, then please consider us. Um, you know, we look back, I look back over this year and I've been meeting with a lot of people. Uh, trying to raise funds. The Lord has told me that at this point in our ministry, it's time for me to go out and to do that. Um, And we've been blessed so far by a lot of people that have agreed to support us on a monthly basis. But I look back at what we've done this year, what the Lord's done with this ministry. And, you know, we've done over 15 missions. We've started 15 men's groups around the country where there was nothing there spiritually for men before. Um, There's countless testimonies that we've received from priests, deacons, DREs. Um, uh, men that have started groups, guys that are listening to the podcast that are just sharing about how this ministry is helping to bring them back to the faith, helping to save their marriages, helping them to become the men that they're called to be. And so if you're looking for something to get behind, please consider getting behind this ministry. Um, And that is really what it is. It's your ministry as much as it is ours. You know, um, this was never meant to be about me or just about Victor. It's meant to be for all men to come to know our Lord in a, in a very profound way and to change their lives. And the only way we do that is through financial support. Uh, you know, it continues to allow us to to continue to build resources. Right now, we're in the middle of, of changing our website over. It's going to take $10,000 pretty much to do. Those are the things that we need the money for. We can continue to grow this and change our website and all these things so people can easily find how we can help them. So that's where our plans are as we're going into 2023. We want to start 24 groups next year. We want to double uh, basically what we did this year. Um, we want to go to conferences like SEEK where we can have an impact and people can find out about what we're doing so that we're invited more into men's hearts through listening individually or through parishes and the missions we're doing. So if you would, please consider at the end of this year or even monthly moving forward donating. Any amount of money helps. Um, you can do that by going to DonorBox org/ pew or by going to just a guy in the pew and there's a donate button there and you can click that and donate there but yeah Victor that's what I wanted to say just a shout out to them let people know about seek and then also invite people to give um, but back to our conversation that we started about Advent mm-hmm. um, I'm just really excited to be doing this episode here on the first Sunday of Advent um, you know and I've really been thinking about it as we got closer to this and maybe it's because I've been traveling a lot this year I do miss time with my family. And just thanksgiving into Christmas, I love this time of year and and you know the opportunity gives us to be able to to sort of slow down a little bit um in the ministry. I mean we do have a couple more things we're going to do before the end of the year. I'm going to the University of Kentucky this weekend to speak or this Tuesday to speak um and then I'm headed up to Steubenville in a week to go and film the Wild Goose with uh Father Dave Pavanka. But after that, it sort of slows down. And so I've been really thinking about, man, mean, how could I really make this Advent special for my family, mm-hmm. for myself, uh, obviously for our Lord, you know, in my own life. And it just, it really made me want to do this show on it. You know, it's hard to pass up the seasons without doing a show on it. And it's such a gift being Catholic where the church gives us these liturgical seasons to really concentrate on things that matter, like Lent, like Advent, um, and with Advent, you know, sometimes it can be sort of the redheaded stepchild to Lent if we're not careful, you know. It's like, well, Advent's a cool season, but mm-hmm. Lent's the real deal because Christ is, you know, is 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 giving his life and being resurrected and we get the birth of the church and all these things that follow that um, through Pentecost and beyond. But none of it would be possible if the Lord wasn't made flesh, right? If the Lord didn't choose, if Jesus didn't of his own free will and volition say, I want to go and be the way that... that your people are brought back to you, Father, right? That's what he did. He gave his yes. And so Advent is about the coming of our Lord, but it's about two comings, right? It's it's about the first coming of our Lord where obviously he's born in the manger, which, you know, is is it always leads you back to the Eucharist. If you mm-hmm. look at Advent and the coming of Christ, you look at he was born in Bethlehem, which is house of bread, right? You, you look at the manger itself and, and it's a feeding trough. I mean, you look at all these things, which is, Christ coming you know in the first coming as a baby in the manger is a prefigurement of the eucharist you know uh, later on that he's going to give to us but it's just such a special season and it's a time for preparation i think a lot of times as we alluded to in the beginning we get so caught up in the preparation of of the commercialism of of, of christmas right we're we're preparing to string of the lights on our house we're we're building we're putting up the tree we're putting out the reindeer decorations and santa claus and all that and that's great that's that that can be a neat part of christmas but the the reason for the season again that that cliche is jesus and that we need to prepare our hearts it's it's a it's almost a trumpet horn sounding going okay maybe all year long you've been caught up in the world and its priorities and comfort and all mm. those things that it calls you to but now is a time that the lord has given us as a gift to be to remember him coming for the reason that he came so that he could redeem us reconcile us to his father and then that he will be coming again, and that we better be prepared for that.
1: Right. And, you know, as you look at all the Christmas movies and stuff, I mean, it, it may not be, like, mainly talking about Christ, obviously, or or Christianity, but there's a sense of being virtuous, you know, of, like, it's a wonderful life, right? You yeah. Know, we all love that movie. I mean, I would say I've majority. actually never seen that movie. Are you kidding me? No,
0: never. I don't like black and white movies, man. I, I know it's color on some, too, but okay, I need to get, watch it. You need to get know. past that. Anyways,
1: <laughs> but but the thing is, is it's obviously it's, it's one person who plans it their whole life yeah. of their own volition. Like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to let anybody track me from it. Well, it, it turns out a lot of things happen to where he's forced to, to live a life and he has resentment towards it. Yeah. Until one time where he's about to commit that ultimate, you know, um, poor decision of, of you know of ending it all you know yeah. and then his um, guardian angel comes up as we all know except for you um, <laughs> I know the, <laughs> <that's> right, <yeah. laughs> the plot and the
0: premise of it I right. just never sat and watched the but, the whole thing
1: but anyways you know it, we, it all goes back to the thing that every person touches so many lives and when that person doesn't exist anymore there's a big hole you know and and I think that's the thing is that as it comes to Christ. He his his love extends so much to so many people. Yeah, and and if you have a a season of 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 Christmas without Christ, you're not you're never going to be satisfied because it's just you're getting gifts and presents and stuff that just the next day is already old and done with, yeah. and you have no perspective of of what the the process is. And that's why Advent is so important because it it pulls you back to what's important. Yeah, and even though we're 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 bombarded with commercials and movies and stuff like that. We always have to attend ourselves to making sure what it is that is here for, sure um, why are we why are we celebrating something that has become so commercialized
0: uh, but you know retaining the origin of, of why we do it right well and we have we have a, a duty to ourselves as, as as Christians to remember why we have this mm-hmm. right I mean the world wants to tell you well Christmas is about Santa Claus and reindeer and Candy and candy yeah. canes and presents and all those things, and it wants to take a little bit of, of Christianity, which is 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 doing for others first, mm-hmm. and sprinkle in it. But it wants to leave Christ out, and and we just simply can't let that happen. And I promise you, I'll watch. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. I'll Dude, put it in there with my right. Christmas movies like Die Hard and Lethal Weapon. Well we can do but is maybe you and, <laughs> it's and I totally watch. Gigging people about Die Hard. You know, like you remember
1: Christian that movie. Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Maybe yeah. you and I can commentate
0: on the movie as we watch it. I like <laughs> yeah. that. No, I mean I I need to watch it. It's on every year, but we're usually doing stuff, and I haven't watched it. But I'll make an effort (laughs) to. I see the elves in the Home Alone because we got kids and all that stuff. But we need to throw that one in there too. But no, you're right. Like Advent is a journey, and it starts right now. I mean, I can't tell you how many years where I've been excited for Christmas and then it's just gone. Mm -hmm. And I've been so busy trying to get ready for Christmas that I never truly get ready for Christmas. Like, and and Advent calls us to a preparation of our hearts, right, of our minds, and. And where are we right now in our spiritual life? That's what we should be thinking about. Like every day when we get up, we should be saying, okay, where am I with the Lord today? Mm-hmm. Not just, okay, I've got to go to Target and got to go to Walmart. Then I got to get on Amazon and try to find this hard to find gift for my kid. And Those are all things you can do. But like right. we really need to be focusing on Christ himself. And you look at it, all of it was a journey. You know, if you look at all where we're going to start in a few weeks, with the journey of the wise men the journey of the shepherds the journey of mary and joseph like all of them were preparing for this birth right the wise men knew the prophecy so they prepared to make this journey to find the lord right the shepherds like prepared and followed the star to our lord you know mary and joseph knew that they were they were following the the plan of the lord and that that she was going to be pregnant they had to go to bethlehem and then Joseph sat out about trying to plan and prepare for the coming of the Lord Mm -hmm. in in a very quick moment, right? Right, He's knocking on doors saying, let us in, let us in. And eventually they find the manger and where our Lord was birthed. But um, it's a time of this preparation. And so it's a call to us to say, how am I preparing? Like, what am I doing? Is this just going to be another season where I pop on some holiday music and watch a couple cute movies with the kids and that's it? And then go to Mass on, on Sunday for a lot of us for the first time of the year? You know, there's a lot of of Catholics that go Christmas it's, and Easter. It's and that's full. it. It's full, right? You know, when it should be full all the time. Well, and, yeah. and the church always welcomes people, yeah. right? If that's right. the time you go, thank you for coming. Yeah. Please open your heart and come more. Jesus yeah. has more to offer you than twice a year. But in that same moment, we're we're called to 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 be prepared and to be looking at our lives and examining our lives mm-hmm. and saying what is important because. And as the, the first reading souls us today, the first readings of Advent, I mean, Paul is sitting there, you know, proclaiming to be prepared. Jesus is, is, is proclaiming to be uh, prepared. I mean, you look at the first reading, and this is from uh, Romans 13, 11, 14. You know, the first thing he says is, brothers and sisters, you know the time. It is the hour now for you to awake from sleep. You know, this is so often what we talk about, Victor. Mm-hmm. Like, during our lives, we get lulled to sleep. We say, I'm going to be, you know, usually after a conference or something, we're on fire for our Lord. And then we get lulled back to sleep by the end of the week with our problems and our tribulations and our stresses and our sins and all those things. And and Paul is starting out by saying, like, look, the time is not to sleep anymore. It's to be awake. It, then, now is the time to wake from sleep. He says our, our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. And that's the truth in all of our lives that I think that we can sometimes whistle past the graveyard, if Mm -hmm. you will, that saying, you know, where we're not even paying attention to one day we're going to be somebody in the ground there. We're sort of whistling past this thing. And every day we're growing closer to the coming of Christ, the second coming of Christ. Not only just coming here in Advent, but to the second coming of Christ. And we don't think of it that way. We think, well, we're just going to have all these other days in our life. Well, Jesus alludes to that in the gospel reading when he says, you know, one day you're going to be in the field with somebody else and they're going to be gone. It's almost like... Uh, Avengers Endgame makes a pretty good, yeah, uh, you know, visualization of this. Is one second you're talking to somebody and they're a poof of dust, right? Well, that's going to happen in our lives too. You never know when when's the last breath you're going to breath you're going to draw. Mm-hmm. And so the the surprising thing for Advent a lot of times to people is you kind of think, okay, we're here here we are in Advent and let's start reading about camels and. And, you know, and the wise men traveling and the shepherds and what they're doing and and, and just, you know, the, the lineage of Jesus and all these things. But no, you get hit in the face with Adam immediately it was like, wake up. Mm-hmm. Wake up. How are you preparing? Are you giving into the world? Is comfort your thing? What are you doing to prepare for our Lord? Not just for now, but for, you know, for the second coming. Because if you're not, you're going to be one that's, that's just gone and, and there's nothing you can do about it. You're going to run out of time if you're not preparing. So that's what the season should be is not only... Like preparing for gifts and, and a big dinner on Christmas and all those things, but how am I preparing for the Word to be made flesh in my own life? Mm-hmm. You know, for this to come true and, and in my own life that the Lord is here to reconcile me with the Father, and that that deserves a response in my life in every part of my life moving forward, not just in the moments here at Christmas where where it's easy to be reminded of these things, but how am I going to move forward in my life each and every day reminding myself of who is the most important person in my life, Jesus Christ, and how am I going to live that out in my life each and every day?
1: Well, you're talking about traditions and and the right traditions. You know I mean? Like I said, there's always traditions of putting lights on the tree, you know, decorating and stuff and, and, and having the family together doing that. That's a good tradition. You know, what about, you know, I mean, I grew up with an uh, Advent wreath. Sure. You know, I mean, I grew up, my parents had, you know, the candles, and we lit it every Sunday, and we did our own little kind of reading and response. Um, that's something I wanted to do for my family, and I haven't done it. So that's something yeah. maybe a new tradition I need to instill, you know, to where I keep our, our family kind of focused on the important part of, of the holiday. Um, you know, go out and do something. Like we talked about as our family going out and doing like a mission. Um, we're thinking about going to uh, Catholic Charities and, you know, how we used yeah. to box up meals and stuff. Sure. Like our whole family doing that for the Christmas season. So, yeah. I mean, do something that's that that's a service for others as well. You know, come up with new traditions that that uh, present the love of Christ in not only your family but in in, in your life
0: as well. Yeah. Well, we're going to see that all yeah. through the readings. Like just this call to be prepared, to be vigilant. Mm-hmm. And to be prepared means you have to plan. So here we are, you know, when this comes out, we're going to be three days into Advent. You know, what is your plan to the people listening? What are you going to do differently? I mean, maybe you're already going to daily mass and all those kind of things. That's a great one to do if you're not doing that during this season. And maybe it'll hold over in the rest of your life. But what is your plan? What are you going to do different? I mean, there's, there's, are you going to stay abreast of the daily readings? You know, or there's tons of books. Sister Miriam just came out with one, "Behold Advent" or something like that. Father Mark Tubes has something. There's countless resources to help you enter into the season. Are you going to do that, or is it all going to be about reindeer and, mm-hmm. and, and Santa Claus? And that's not to knock anybody. That's cool stuff too. Kids enjoy it. I love that part right. of Christmas. But we also have a responsibility, first and foremost, to draw our, our kids into the reason for for the season. Yet the other day we were putting out; um, it was Black Friday. We were putting out uh, the our manger scene, and you know the kids tried to put Jesus in the manger. I was like, No, you you don't do that yet. Like, well, why not? It's he belongs in the manger. I said, Yeah, but he's not here yet. We're preparing for him to come, mm-hmm. so we're going to stick him over here somewhere safe where he doesn't get broken. And then when it when it's Christmas morning, we'll put him in the manger, right? And and we'll put him where he belongs, but. This is to remind us that he's not here yet, but we have to be preparing our way. And so, you know, to continue through those readings, you hear St. Paul in the first one. He continues to say things like, awake from sleep. The night is advanced. Throw off the works of darkness. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Like these are all cries of of a fellow brother in the Lord Mm -hmm. saying, this is a time to prepare. This is a time to be ready. The church picks this reading and these readings from the letters of Paul as we move forward for particular reasons, right? They mean something. You know, it, it they're perfect this season because they're calling us that season of preparation. And then Jesus himself, right? Like the very first thing that Jesus says in the gospel, um, in the first gospel reading to us of Advent is stay awake, mm-hmm. <laughs> be prepared, you know. And he he gives us this this whole thing where he's talking about um, you know, the days of Noah. And we, he uses that as an example, and it's a perfect example. Because here was Noah, who was saying, like he was vigilant to the Lord. He gave his life to him. And think of how crazy he must have looked, and and how crazy sometimes we can look as Christians and Catholics when we're focusing more on Jesus than than the commercial Christmas here uh, in the season. People are going, well, why are you focusing so much? On, I mean, don't your kids need a Christmas tree? Don't they need this? Don't they need pounds and pounds of presents? No, they need my love, and they mm-hmm. need to know that the Lord came here to 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 break them free of sin and death, to be reconciled to their Father forever. That's what this season is about. And Jesus is saying, like, just like Noah, people were being lulled to sleep. People were, were, were running around their drunkenness, it says, and he's saying they were drinking and marrying and, and, and uh partying life, basically. Life and, and going on as yeah. usual for them. Yeah, yeah. And there's right. a flood coming and Noah's right. going around trying to tell people. Nobody cares. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure, whatever. There's weird Noah building his ark. Yeah. But Noah was preparing. He didn't care what anybody else said. He said, I don't care what the world's throwing at me, right? The this narrative of 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 a call to comfort you know, and to other priorities. And that's what the world really wants to do is is to call us, to lull us to sleep. That's why Christ is saying, you know, stay awake, mm-hmm. stay alert, stay vigilant. Is because the world is constantly trying to rock us to sleep. You know, like you're on a boat at sea and you're just yeah. slowly rocking yourself to sleep. And that's what was happening here was the world was trying to tell Noah, hey, don't worry about that, right? That's nuts, don't do that. And yet Noah builds this ark in the face of all that and he survives and the Lord builds a covenant with him and moves forward. And starts this plan, but it's the same thing nowadays. I mean, the world's trying to lull us to sleep all all year long with with its priorities, with its with its comfort, with all of those things. And then even Christmas, it's trying to edge out Jesus Christ and the true meaning of Christmas by getting you to 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 buy into Black Friday and what you're going to buy, people. And that's the most important thing. Instead of like, you no, know, how can I just spend more time with my family this, mm-hmm. this, this Advent? Like that's what I'm doing after these. After these last few events, I'm cutting it off. And my, my, my attention is going to go to my family, to my wife, to my children, to their needs, to really enter into this season. Angela suggested, she's running the cameras over there, she suggested that we, we really make a concerted effort to try to have dinner every night. Because, look, it would be nice to say we do that every night. We don't. There's a lot of nights where I'm scarfing something, Angela's scarfing something, the kids are watching in front of TV and eating something, and we want to really get back. To, to making that a center of Advent is, is really sitting down around the table and, and talking with each other about our lives, our day, and the blessings mm-hmm. that we've experienced and all those things. So there's all sorts of things you can do, but the main point of this Advent see, uh, season is to stay awake, to stay vigilant. There's going to be so many distractions. There's going to be so many people and so many things through the media, through social media, through TV, through commercials, through everything telling you to get involved in this part of Christmas and make that be your focal point. But this is an opportunity, one of the greatest opportunities we have in the church to really realize what's happening. The Lord is voluntarily taking on flesh to come for the first time, to start into motion, set into motion the chain of events that are going to allow him to go to the cross, to give his own life for ours, which should have been you and me, Mm -hmm. but is going to be him, to be resurrected, to show us that there is a new way, and to open, to be baptized, all of those things, to open the door to reconciliation with the Father so that we can become Again, reconcile with him, but then also so we can constantly prepare in our life so that whenever day he comes, whether it's in our lifetime or the next or tomorrow, whatever, that we're ready. That's what this season is about. The, the, the vestments, everything, are a call to penance, a call to confession, a call to reconciliation, all of these things. So as you're listening to this, don't pass up this wonderful season, this opportunity to go and realize that this isn't just about the lights and, the, and all that other stuff. It's about our Lord coming for you and for me. And that he's going to be coming again. And that as Christians, we need to take that very seriously. We don't need to whistle past the graveyard, as I said before. But to realize that one day our number is going to be called. Our number is going to be up. And is our heart going to be ready to to meet our Lord in that day? Mm -hmm. Or are we going to be someone that's sitting saying, I wish I had more time? Because again, in this reading today, the Lord is saying, you know, two men, one will be out in the field, one will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill, one will be taken, one will be left. Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know which day your Lord will come. Be sure of this. You know, and he talks about that again and again, and he's going to talk about that as we move toward Advent. Whenever Jesus is speaking, we need to listen. Mm -hmm. It's not always going to be about the the cute manger scene and all those stuff. We'll get to that as we get closer to to the birth of Christ. And yes, we need to focus on that in the season. But the greater reminder of Advent is that the Lord will be coming again. And how are we prepared? That preparation starts now in this Advent season. What are we doing each and every day between now and the birth of Christ? And then through the Christmas season into Lent to prepare for him coming back. How are we changing our hearts? What is it? Because... Look, here's the thing. Everybody that showed up that wasn't part of the Holy Family to the birth of Christ had a gift, mm-hmm. right? The shepherds gave what they had. You had the 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 um, the wise men gave the frankincense, myrrh, and gold, and all those things. What are we preparing to give Christ out of our own hearts? That's what we need to be thinking about at Lent. What, what am I giving them? Maybe it's that sin that that I've been struggling with forever that I finally want to break free from. Maybe it's simply more of my time. Maybe it's, it's a daily mass here and there. Maybe it's a daily mass or, or d- doing the daily readings every day. Maybe it's finding some sort of Advent you know, guided thing that I can do. But how am I going to give more of myself? What is the gift I'm giving to Christ on his birth that I'm going to show up with on Christmas day and say, here's what I've given you of myself. And then considering and concentrating on how am I going to continue to make my life a gift to him as, as I prepare for a second coming. So folks, here we are at the end of the show. I always like to talk about a how-to. We've done that a little bit in the show already. But look, if, if you're entering into the season is just Christmas is almost here, I'm bustling around the way the world wants me to, stop it today. right? Do the things you need to do. Get people gifts, all that stuff. Watch your Christmas movies. Not saying don't do that. That's fun. But enter into the to the real reason for this season. Enter into the fact that Jesus Christ is chose to, to become flesh. The God of the universe chose to make himself, humble himself, to be a small child, to come into this, to start off the chain of events that would lead to your reconciliation and to your redemption through his love, his death, and his sacrifice for you on the cross. And that that deserves a response in our life. It deserves a response right now. So it's Advent season. Look at the things you can do. Some of the ones we've suggested here. But enter into this season with a full mind and purpose to come to know our Lord better, to give more of yourself to him so that you can further prepare your heart through the rest of the year and through the rest of your life to be with him when he comes back again. So, Victor, let's take it to prayer in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, it can be so easy to fall into the rat race of the world and the ways of the culture. The world, the flesh, and the devil try to lull us to sleep through comfort in a very different set of priorities. Help us to approach this Advent with seriousness and intentionality. And Lord, whenever we find ourselves distracted by the world around us, remind us that we must be prepared not only for this Advent season, but for the second coming of Christ. In the name of the Father, Father, and the Son, and the Holy Holy Spirit, Spirit, amen. amen.